Welcome to the QI Chat Room. I'm your host, Max Perret. This podcast is brought to you by the Redwood Community Health Coalition, or RCHC for short. We are a network of community health centers in a wellness education nonprofit across Marin, Sonoma, Napa, and Yolo counties in California. We formed in 1994 with a mission to improve access to and the quality of care provided for uninsured and underserved people. We've been hosting these podcasts since the fall of 2019, and we hope you join us as we share the latest in health topics. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the QI chat room. My name is Max Perret. I am the host. Uh, joining us today are two guests from the American Heart Association, and introducing them is our guest host, RCHC's QI manager, Arlene Pena. Arlene? Thank you, Max. This episode features the American Heart Association, who will provide an overview of the National Hypertension Control Initiative and share ways in which they support health centers through this initiative. The COVID-19 pandemic has dramatically highlighted social inequities in health. In response, the American Heart Association is launching a new evidence-based, community-driven effort to reduce hypertension. The National Hypertension Control Initiative, NHCI for short, seeks to improve healthcare and save lives in at-risk communities, which are most affected by hypertension and COVID-19. Today we are joined by Leslie Brown, the Public Health Program Manager for the National Hypertension Control Initiative of the American Heart Association, and Dionisio Palencia, Healthcare Senior Community Impact Director of the American Heart Association. Thank you both for joining us. Dionisio, we will start with you to provide an overview of the American Heart Association. Thank you, Arlene. At the American Heart Association, our mission is to be a relentless force for a world of longer, healthier lives. In our nine guiding values, it's the foundation of what we do. I will not read all of them, but the one that stands out for me is building powerful partnerships. This is why we are working together to establish alliances that will create systems in the community to improve the health of all people. And lastly, our strategic value propositions defines how we do our work. The American Heart Association is a catalyst to maximize health impact, which I will share more in detail uh, later in the program. It is important to know that we strive towards impact goals, that equity is always the core of all what we do. Uh, the American Heart Association works in communities. We reduce the risk of women, address community needs, work to end cigarette, e-cigarette, and tobacco use, uh, provide tools and programs that empower people to lower their blood pressure. And you might, you might ask yourself, why are we doing this? Uh, we have strategically chosen each of these areas based on science and expertise, showing that they're the most effective way to create equality and save and improve lives. The American Heart Association is a science-based organization. In fact, we are leading, we're a leading nonprofit founder of heart disease and stroke research outside of the federal government. The funding of this research has led to the latest science-based treatment and prevention guidance for this CVD, sorry, the CVD and stroke. In addition to research, uh, the American Heart Association has a grassroots network of volunteers that has helped make important changes to national, state, and local laws and policies. 
Our social impact fund is an important way that we work with in partnership with local entrepreneurs that address that address social and economic barriers. And finally, our work in an emergency cardiovascular care is critical to our life-saving mission. Now that I've that I share the various health disparities and challenges within our communities, uh, the American Heart Association has developed the 20. 24 impact goal, which states every person deserves the opportunity for a full, healthy life. As champions for health equality, by 2024, the American Heart Association will advance cardiovascular health for all, including identifying and removing barriers to health care access and quality. Now that I have shared a little bit more about what we do, now I will turn it over to my colleague, Leslie Brown, who will share more information about the National Hypertension Control Initiative. Leslie? Thank you so much, Dio, for the introduction. I'm excited to be here with you all to talk about the National Hypertension Control Initiative. My name is Leslie Brown. I'm public health program manager working on the initiative. And there are actually nine public health program managers across the U.S. Uh, working on this initiative. And um, in my role, I'm focused here in California. And so the National Hypertension Control Initiative um, is funded through the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Office of Minority Health, and the Health Resources and Services Administration Bureau of Primary Health Care. Our overarching goal for this initiative is to improve the blood pressure control rates of 350 HRSA-funded community health centers to 80% within the three-year program period. The NHCI team will be working directly with health centers to reduce high blood pressure. Each of these states and territories, um, as I said before, there's assigned public health program managers such as myself and a local community impact director from American Heart Association who will be acting as a NHCI liaison for the health centers who have received this funding and community-based organizations within the state. Here in California, we have 43 sites who receive funding through the HRSA and OMH National Hypertension Control Initiative that we will be working with. For this initiative, we are committed to leading the front on a national stage against health disparities health disparities that have always been present but more exposed by the COVID-19 pandemic. Through this initiative, we know we can improve the cardiovascular health of hundreds of thousands with hypertension or high blood pressure and reduce the risk of chronic and deadly disease. To sustain progress and achieve extraordinary results on a national scale, we are dedicating to having a robust enterprise-wide collaboration a rapid and sustainable implementation pace, and strong commitment to be good stewards of the public's money. The NHCI framework consists of four key strategies, patient and public education, community outreach and integration, healthcare organization and clinician training, and project management and evaluation. And I'll share a little bit more details about these strategies. To execute our patient and public education strategies. Um, We are working to launch a national co-branded PSA campaign focused on blood pressure awareness and education. And for this, we will have a great new campaign that will debut after the new year called Get Down With Your Blood Pressure. In collaboration with the Ad Council, this campaign uses music and dance to encourage U.S. adults ages 35 
and over to self-measure their blood pressure and speak with their doctor about managing their BP. So stay on the lookout for that. Um, We'll have more information um, in the new year for you to get information about those resources. We're also working to convene large-scale virtual or in-person COVID-safe community events focusing on racial and ethnic groups that are at the greatest risk for high blood pressure. And we are developing outreach materials that will promote proper self-management techniques of high blood pressure. For our community outreach strategies that include recruiting and engaging community partners on a local and national level to promote the importance of blood pressure management, key signs, and risk factors. We will engage with these partners to increase blood pressure screening in each of these communities across the country. Furthermore, we will develop culturally and linguistically appropriate resources and train and training to local organizations for referrals to health centers and other services so that those experiencing high blood pressure can get access to health care and other resources available in their communities. The NHCI ecosystem consists of three main pillars, the patient or the person, 350 funded centers, and each community, which consists of the local resources, healthcare services, and local organizations that impact the social determinants of health. Um, An example how a local community-based organization can participate in the ecosystem could be a church hosting a blood pressure screening event or even barbershops, food banks, and pharmacies promoting education and awareness of blood pressure control and how to take your own blood pressure utilizing blood pressure device at home. So we're providing a slew of resources to community-based organizations as well to support awareness around hypertension education. For our healthcare and clinician training component, we, which is one of the key pieces in this project era, we are engaging the 350 hersa health centers and targeted technical assistance to improve hypertension control rates through the AHA's long-standing quality improvement program, Target BP. We are also supporting healthcare providers with trainings and skill-building strategies to embed blood pressure monitoring and treatment best practices within these health centers. Dio will talk a little bit more about the AHA's MAP framework curriculum a little later after I finish sharing with you all. We are also hosting um, for health centers that are a part of this initiative a national webinar series, a one-hour monthly webinar series for health centers to learn more about the MAP framework. And for um, health centers as well, even if you're not a part of the NHCI initiative, all of our webinars are recorded and posted on our NHCI website. So if you are interested in receiving or learning information about these webinars, you can go back and visit them on our website. For health centers that are a part of this initiative, we're also providing workshops for this um, program to dive deeper into the MAP framework and apply practice tools and resources for health centers to share best practices and lessons learned. And if health centers need additional support, we're offering office hours that are designed to reinforce the content of the webinars and workshops. Health centers can ask specific questions and can get group troubleshooting with um, the NHCI clinical team. 
additional support, we also offering one-on-one TA technical support. Um, this is an opportunity for health centers to work with public health program managers and other AHA liaisons to work individually with the assigned health center. For the last pillar of our project, we have project management and evaluation. Um, We will execute a robust data-driven evaluation, leveraging AHA existing data platforms and using mixed method implementation research. Lastly, we're providing leadership and strategic direction to the initiative in close collaboration with the Office of Minority Health and critical stakeholders, including the American Medical Association. I'm now going to turn it back over to Dio to talk a little bit more about our MAP framework, because regardless if you are a part of the NHCI um, initiative or not, um, health centers, we'd like to share with you um, more information um, about MAP framework and other AHA resources that are available to you. Dio, I'll turn it back over to you. Thank you, Leslie. Uh, The MAP train for the MAP Framework comes out out of the uh, target as a, as a complement and as a support system for Target BP, which is a national initiative formed by the American Heart Association and the American Medical Association in response to the high uh, prevalence of uncontrolled blood pressure. Target BP helps healthcare organizations and care teams at no cost to improve blood pressure control rates through an evidence-based quality improvement program and it recognizes organizations committed to improving blood pressure control. By using an evidence-based protocol to guide the way you and your teams assess and treat uh, people with high blood pressure, following clinical best practices, and ability patient self-measurement where is appropriate, you can have an impact on one of the biggest health challenges we face today. And MapFrame stands for Measure, Act, and Partner. Focusing on these three critical areas, measuring blood pressure accurately, acting rapidly with clear treatment plan, and partnering with patients to enable ongoing self-management could help you help your patients get their blood pressure under control and keep it there. So with that, I'm going to open the floor to see if you have any questions for me or Leslie on this presentation. Thank you, Dionisio and Leslie. We have Beth Dadko who would like to share her experience working with AHA on the Hypertension Initiative. And hi, everyone. So uh, my name is Beth Danko. I'm with Santa Rosa Community Health. And actually, my colleague, Margot Kermut, has been the main contact with um, the AHA. But um, very sad, but we're um, kind of taking on some of her workload and learning about kind of the collaboration we've been having with the AHA over the past year. And it's been, um, yeah, just incredible to be able to partner and uh, get all kind of access to expertise, like all different learning opportunities for our providers. There's just always just um, a plethora of, you know, kind of learning opportunities, webinars, CEUs that are coming down the pike. So we're, you know, trying to promote that internally. We're also just been really grateful to partner as part of the Adopt a Clinic Award with AHA and through with partnership also with Medtronic Foundation. So we have some classes that we're able to offer on hypertension with our patients. We've been just kind of starting them up and um, 
on like kind of virtual classes and it's a train the trainer model so that our internal staff, our community health uh, workers, our, our care coordinators are able to learn the curriculum from AHA and this Medtronic Foundation volunteers um, and then be able to be able to provide those classes ourselves internally ongoing. So it's a really great opportunity to build our expertise and our band, you know, bandwidth to be able to provide this education to our, to our patients with hypertension. So yeah, it's, it's, that's been a great thing. We've also been very appreciative. They've been able to provide some actual resources through this adopt a clinical word. So with um, blood pressure cuffs and other equipment. And so we've been just really um, thrilled to be able to partner with them over the year. And, and again, I'm just coming on. So I, I don't, I don't know if I'm missing any other details if um, anyone from AHA wants to chime in, but we're, yeah, just been very um, pleased with how things are going and very appreciative. So I wanted to share that. Thank you, Beth. No, you frame it perfectly. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Beth, for sharing your experience in working with the American Heart Association. Next, we will hear from Jennifer Durst from Olay Health, and she will share her experience working with AHA on their hypertension initiative. I would say that the American Heart Association has been really great to work with. They have, have staff that work regionally. Um, they reached out to us proactively. Um, we had a video call um, with a couple of staff, and they've been able to give us resources that we wanted, um, you know, around, like, patient education for healthy recipes they can use and curriculum for group classes that we're um, starting to develop. We didn't want to have to reinvent the wheel for that. So that's been really helpful. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for sharing. We appreciate it. Great. Well, with that, then thank you very much, Leslie and Dionisio, for joining us today. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. If you wish to learn more about the incredible work the American Heart Association is doing, you can visit www.heart.org. Yeah. And before we go, I want to mention for all those clinics that are part of your system and receive money from the National Hypertension Initiative and from HERSHA, part of our job, me and Leslie, is to work with you, provide you the resources that you need, and also um, help you with the uh, deliverables and guide you and then see if there's any opportunities on working on PSEs, clinical system changes that will uh, leave a lasting long impact that will help not only your organization, uh, but the care of your patients and your patients for uh, many years to come. So let us know. We're here. Um, Arlene uh, has our information. Please reach out to us. And, and if you receive Hersha funds, we will most likely uh, reach out to you uh, to see how can we work together, how can we help, and make sure that you're successful and have all the tools that you need to be successful in this project. So I don't know, Leslie, if you want to add anything else before we are out of the air. Um, no, Dio, I think you you said it all. Please don't be shy. Please reach out to us. We want to um, be able to um, support health centers um, in this work. And so please utilize our email. Let us know if you have questions. If we don't have the answer, we'll work to help you find the answer. Uh, glad to be here, and thank you all for inviting us. Thank you. And as we leave this episode of the QI Chat Room podcast, we'd like to share this fun song from the American Heart Association. 
Thank you for joining the QI Chatroom podcast. We appreciate you, our listeners, for joining us today. If you have suggested future topics, please email mperrey at rchc.net. And please follow us, the Redwood Community Health Coalition, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Goodbye for now. Till next time on the QI Chatroom.